But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your you love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Power play when you hear that, take it away, Frank. And we're gonna lead off with what's seemingly the big story in the NHL. And if you got it uh turned up, I'm gonna play the audio clip for you. Oh, hold on, right here, hold on, hold on. Here, right, so here it is. This was from a Red Wings Predators game earlier this week, and here it is. There wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the That was referee Tim Peel. Saying that, that is saying that he wanted to get an effing penalty against the Predators, and as a result, he has been fired. Mm, that's sad, isn't it? Especially, I mean, look, as a, as an official, you can't really let stuff from a pre- team you had in the previous game affect how you call a game. Because look, I've I've been in instances where I've had a team that wasn't very happy with me. He won week, and then I'd have him again next week, and I didn't let it affect how I called the game. I was like, well, I just hope that they are on, they behave themselves and bide their P's and Q's. But don't be like, oh, I'm g- first chance I get, I'm gonna uh, call, a, I'm gonna call a foul on them for something real ticky tack, or call something real cheap on them, just to. It's just as my way of saying, F you, you guys are a bunch of blankety blanks. <laughs> yeah. So t- tell me, how's that affect the integrity of the game? I mean, he said it on a hot, hot mic, actually. It was kind of surprising. It was, it was going into a commercial break, and I don't even know why. I'm not going to blame the TV station, but why they would have the, the referee's mic still on, even though the, the, the the play had stopped. Like the game of play had stopped already. They were going into a commercial break. It is kind of sad though, but it makes you wonder. It lets you know that referees are human, and sometimes their emotions get caught up in the game. Oh yeah, I. I will... By the way, he said he was going to retire after this year, so it looks like his career is over. <laughs> yeah. So early retirement for him, and this is what uh, what the uh, hot what senior VP of hockey ops, Colin Campbell, said. Had said, quote, nothing is more important than ensuring the integrity of our game. Tim Peel's conduct is in direct contradiction to the adherence of that cornerstone principle that we demand of our officials and that our fans, players, and coaches, and all those associated with our game expect and deserve. There's no justification for his comments, no matter the context or his intention, and the National Hockey League will take any and all steps necessary to protect the integrity of the game. So, that's that. He won't be doing any games, so... All you officials out there, and I will say this is one of you, doesn't matter what sport you do, watch what you say and where you say it, because in the area, in the era of everybody's got a phone and a microphone seemingly everywhere, here, make sure you keep your thoughts to yourself until you're inside your car. 
Well, we learned that here in, in, in the radio and oh, yeah. television business. I mean, if you're around mics, you just got to keep your mouth shut until you actually leave the building. You, you just don't know. And nowadays, with people recording stuff on phones, you, you just got to be careful of your surroundings. But usually, you always assume there's always a hot mic, especially in this business. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. Continue. We did end up having a trade go down fairly recently as uh, the Buffalo Sabres and the disaster that they've been. <laughs> they send Eric Stahl to the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a 2021 third round pick and a 2021 fifth round pick. So, I mean, the Sabres are just a mess right now. They are dead last in the NHL. <laughs> They're kind of they're basically what the Red Wings were last season, and only they seemingly had a lot more talent there. But I think it's just a mess in terms of coaching and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And just a mess, usually a mess overall of just a uh, And speaking of trades, it's the Canadian government has approved reduced quarantine for NHL players crossing the border, like. For instance, mm-hmm. in Stahl's case, he was coming from Buffalo over to Montreal, so he had to cross the border. Mm-hmm. So the man, they actually waived the mandatory 14-day quarantine for players acquired by Canadian NHL teams from U.S. clubs under national interest grounds mm-hmm. ahead of the April 12th trade deadline. Right, and I think this is a good this is a good move in case anyone gets traded to uh, the Canadians or the Maple Leafs or anyone who's in the Canadian division. And that they don't have to sit for 14 days. They can just say, you know what, just take take a couple tests, test negative, boom, good. And also, uh, going back to our hot mic incident, Jed Schilling, a former WXUT talent now mm-hmm. in uh, Tampa, Florida, says, I've seen too many hot mic malfunctions. Yes, I've seen my fair share of those, too. So, but also, moving... Some other news on the uh, trade bait list, on, according to TSN. A couple of names to highlight. Like Matias Eklund, defenseman from the Predators, is number one on the list, but some guys moving up. Michael Gronland from the Predators moving up as well. Jonathan Bernier seemingly moving up. Red Wings goaltender who's a pending UFA. And... Yeah, explain what UFA is. Unrestricted free agent. Okay, just just let them know. Now, and of course, uh, from also from TSN's Frank Saravelli, Edmonton Oilers looking to add a center, and seems like uh, Ken Holland may be reaching out to one of his old lap dogs, <laughs> Luke Glenn Denning, who is uh, on the final year of his deal in Detroit, and apparently is not going to return. So I think there might he may call Steve Eisman up and see if he can get him for possibly if looks like it might be a fourth round draft pick. Pick because the Oilers don't really they've traded their second, third, fifth round picks, so they have probably have to give up a fourth rounder. I don't know if they're gonna give up any more than that. But we will see what happens. We'll take a look at some stat leaders. Mm-hmm. Through March 27th and mm, stat leaders, nice. Yes, top five in points right now. I believe this isn't going to change anytime soon. As Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl are leading the way with 60 and 50 points, Patrick Kane in third with 46, Mitchell Marner 41, and Mark Shifley rounding out the top five with 40. 
Austin Matthews and McDavid tied with the goal lead with 21 apiece, followed by Miko Rantanen with 19. Dreisaitl and Tyler Toffoli tied with 18 apiece. And McDavid leading in the assist department with 39, followed by Kane with 33, Dreisaitl 32, Marner 29, who's tied with Andre Kopitar. On the goal, and of course defenseman, the point leader, Victor Hedman, 33 points, leads all defensemen, followed by Tyson Berry with 30, John Carlson and Quinn Hughes with 28, and Drew Doughty and Jeff Petrie with 27. For goals among defensemen, Petrie leading the way with 11, followed by Aaron Eckblad and Darnell Nurse with 10 apiece. Jacob Chikrin with 9, and Drew Doughty and John Carlson tied with 7. Every time I see Jacob Chikrin doing well, I still can't help but think back to the fact that the Red Wings could have had him, but they decided to trade away the 16th pick where Chikrin was selected to the Coyotes just to get rid of Pavel Datsuk's contract. And they drafted Dennis Chalowski, who has... Not been able to crack the NHL lineup this season, but that's another topic for another time. Some rookie points leaders. Kirill Kaprasov, I think this guy's running away with the Calder Trophy. 27 points on the season. He's followed by Jason Robertson of the Stars with 20. Tim Stutzel of the Senators with 19. Josh Norris of the Senators with 18. And Ty Smith of the New Jersey Devils, actually leading all rookie defensemen with 18 points. Goal scorers, Kaprasov with 11 leads away. Hey, Pew Suter of the Blackhawks, 10, followed by Oliver Wallstrom, Josh Norris, and Ely Tolvanen with 8. The goaltending leaders, Peter Morozik of the Hurricanes with a 0.99 goals against, followed by Jack Campbell of the Maple Leafs, Philip Grubauer, of the Avalanche, Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Casey DeSmith of David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins. Save percentage leaders, Campbell leading the way with a .958, followed by Morozik, Vasilevsky, excuse me, Grubauer, and Alex Nadel- Nadelkovich, I'm not sure if I'm saying this correctly, who's been playing, seen some time in Carolina as well. Shutout leaders, Grubauer with five, David's boy, the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury with four, followed by John Gibson, Andre Vasilevsky, and Semyon Varlamov. Let's look at the standings on this Saturday, the 27th day of March in the year of our Lord 2021 in the Central Division. The Tampa Bay Lightning seemingly just don't have a Stanley Cup hangover. Or where they're in first place, 50 points, followed by Carolina with 47. Florida Panthers, 44, still in there. Then we get a bit of a drop-off to the fourth-place team, which is your Blackhawks with 37 points. Columbus, Nashville, Dallas, and my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings round out the rest of the division. In the East Division... The Capitals and Islanders tied for first with 48, followed by David's Penguins. Then we get a drop-off to the Boston Bruins, followed by the Rangers, Flyers, Devils, and uh, the toxic waste dump known as the Buffalo Sabres, who have an astounding 16 points. I mean, look, I know I know, I say how bad the Red Wings are, but uh, I think... 
at least they're not as bad as Buffalo. I think they were kind of at that point last year. Mm-hmm. And over in the West Division, and holy smokes, we got our dog fight at the top. The Vegas Golden Knights and Colorado Avalanche leading the way with 45 points, followed by the Minnesota Wild with 43. The Blues in fourth with 37, but right on their heels are the Arizona Coyotes with 35. Then we have the Kings, Sharks, and Ducks. All three California teams just stinking up the joint. And over in the North Division, which is the All-Canadian Division, Toronto and Winnipeg tied for first with 44. Edmonton with 42, and then a little bit of a drop-off to Montreal, who's in fourth of 37, followed by Vancouver, Calgary, and Ottawa. So we'll, all, we'll take a look at who's up for the, who, the race for the President's Trophy and the difference between first place, the Lightning, who have 50 points, and the Oilers, who are the, are the last team within 10 points, they're in 12th place. Hmm. Eight point differential. So I'd say if you're within, I say if you're within 10 points of first place, you, this time you still got a shot at winning the President's Trophy. Hey, but that'll pretty much do it for my power play on this Saturday, the 27th day of March in the year of our Lord, 2021. NHL trade deadline coming up on April the 12th. Why is it so late? Well, because the season got started really late. Start, okay. Didn't start till January. I know the, of course, the NBA trade deadline was much later than normal too. Well, yeah, late start. I'm sorry, so. so it was about a month. Yeah, but you know that obviously I won't be. I actually won't be here to recap that because I have baseball duties in the coming weekends. Oh, okay. And so that'll that'll do it for here. And remember, boys and girls. Always be wary of hot mics. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that, that's a that's gonna be your life lesson for the day. All right, that is Frank's power play. Coming up next, guess what we have? Darren Cohn, the coach. Oh yeah. First segment we'll talk about is high school basketball. We'll do that recap. And then in about 28 minutes, we've got Johnny V calling in. Oh, yeah. We always get good basketball content from those guys. Yeah, we do. It's March Madness here wrapping it up. We'll be back here on 88.3 WCTs after further review. Darren Cohn, the coach, coming up next.